Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, Metro Retro, Thursday, January the 8th, 2015. Another January one. Really the second week of January. Goodness me, so that's uh, seven years ago. I'd have been in my sort of latish 30s, strolling mm-hmm. through the streets of Sussex, not a care in the world, not burdened with my um, <clears throat> mid-40s angst that I drag around now. Um, do, but you've uh, by this because you said before that you don't really like January. By the second week of January, are you settling into it, or are you just still... about, just mm-hmm. about smashing away the um, the post uh, Noel depression? Because I the... do feel it after Christmas. Oh, Jeez, Louise, it really is quite intense. I always have to brace myself. It's like when that big hand goes to twelve um, for New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. It's like I'm about to turn into a werewolf depression. Oh dear, well that's not good. But you've still got a few, you know, things to look for. You know, as I say, things are getting lighter. You've still got a bit of Christmas chocolate left, perhaps. And It presses me pres- with Christmas chocolate. Suddenly it just oh, doesn't dear. have the same je ne sais quoi kiss to it. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's almost the, um, you know, the party's come to an end type of thing. I'll still eat it. It's chocolate, you know. It, it, it is. the same magical Terry's orange kiss. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, are you in the mood to, to make some love dreams come true? I certainly am. I'm in Dr. Romance mode. I've got my white lab jacket on and my uh, heart-shaped sunglasses perched on my face. Well, then in that case, it's time for Rush Hour Crush. So, um, to the Joe Pesci in Home Alone lookalike who drives a black BMW on Barker Lane, you can keep my change and we'll be filthy animals. Snakes, Chesterfield. What's the snakes? What's that about? That's the name of the person that fancies the Joe Pesci lookalike. Snakes. I wonder yeah, if that's because they've got a tattoo of a snake on their face. So I don't know. The Joe Pesci look lookalike is presumably a guy. I don't know if snakes is a guy or a girl. We've got some um, gangster lust taking place here. I mean, this is very much a romance, not in the ilk of Richard Curtis. We're more going down the Scorsese route here, aren't we? We are. We are. Um yeah, it's like, so he's, I mean, he, I don't want to draw, but if he's a Joe Pesci lookalike in Home Alone, that means he's probably got the hat on and he's driving a, a, a black BMW. He sounds like a bit of a hitman, doesn't he, type thing. Well, it sounds like um, his character out Goodfellas, basically. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's from, he looks like he's in Home Alone, but he's in the character, in the Goodfellas kind of vibe. I would, I would cross the street to avoid this character. Oh, absolutely. This person's probably got a real, um, penchant for bad boys a real gangster vibe yeah do you know what i think an ideal place for their date would be have you seen they've got bars in london where you can pretend to be in a jail cell Ah. and you sit in a jail cell wearing uh yellow jumpsuits and they serve you drinks that would be ideal for them are you allowed to hurl abuse at the screws that serve you Um, the drinks i don't think so I'll okay. have to look at um, Travel Advisor about that to see if there's any reviews that have been uh, left about the actual um, establishment. But I don't think you can hurl abuse at anyone oh, whatsoever. I think but, you can try and escape and they just let you go, you know, as long as you as pay lo- your, long uh, your you paid, bill. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, that's that's a good possibility. Although if, if this man is an ex-con, it might be too close to home and go, oh, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm getting yeah, too... Yeah, you might get but, PTSD. But, you might have a flashback. At the same time, maybe uh, the Joe Pesci lookalike in Snakes could 
you know, bring out the best in each other. So snakes could be there to go, no, it's all right, don't worry. It's not real prison. Here, have another shot. Absolutely, then, you're a free man. We won't be for, you won't be forced to go into the group showers. It's not that type of thing. It's just a theme bar made to pretend to be a jail. Well, yeah, perfect. So there we go. Okay, so blonde girl with cream coat wrapped around your waist, getting on the Piccadilly line, going to Heathrow from Hammersmith. Wow. You made you made my day. Can I make yours? Light brown hair in light brown coat, London. Blonde and cream jacket. That just sounds that ticks my box. Yeah, it sounds a, that very sounds like glamorous. a sexy blonde lady just moonwalking down the train mm. aisle, grabbing the, this chap's eyes. Yeah, with the the, the crowds parting to let her oh, through. Oh, absolutely! Like you know, uh, Moses and the bloody uh, Nile. So this the the guy that's written is, is it a guy is it a, I don't know if it's a guy, but so that that he's quite um into the color coordination like she's got blonde she's got a blonde coat on I'd say because cream cream colored coat sounds oh they're like gonna that's a marriage in heaven that is uh, you know I, I imagine it's a nice blonde uh, sorry a uh, cream silk with leather patches bomber jacket with wow. some recently hair dried eighties fringe of blonde bob. Wow. And, uh, you know, you just you start clapping when she wanders past without even knowing it. Sounds like something out of a post-apocalyptic. I love it. What a, what a look. And this guy, potentially a little bit bland, light brown hair, light brown coat. So, uh, but if you think that the marriage made in heaven, why not? Just get married, first date. Why not? It needs to, I think the first date needs to be colour-coordinated in some vein, whereby, I don't know, they go to an art exhibition, Mm-hmm. Or uh, they go out and, um, you know, if you're going to get really sexy, they go out and buy underwear for each other. Yeah. Of different colours, for crying out loud. If you're going to get even, you know, a bit, you know, je ne sais quoi, keep using that French phrase for some reason. I don't know it's if you use good, that for it's good. No, it's keep, keep it's on. The romance it's, you know, is bringing out the Frenchman in me. C'est la vie, c'est la vie. C'est la vie, absolutely. Yeah. What does je ne sais quoi mean? Does it mean... I don't know, I think it means something a bit special. A, a bit, bit something like, you, know, you can't quite this. name. Is it something that, that certain je ne sais quoi, yeah, that's you can't, quite, say quoi. can't quite I don't know na- what it is. When it. Kerry McGill's comes on the screen, she just, ends, she just adds a bit of je ne sais quoi to she the uh, cinematic experience. So this, we've got this blonde girl with a slightly possibly bland sounding, but they're both colour coordinated, brown hair, brown coat. So you think, what, buying underwear? That's quite, I mean... Um, she... Yeah, of, of, of certain <laughs> colours. Or going to an art exhibition. Okay. I think buying underwear perhaps is a bit too quick. That might be date five or six. Yeah. I think going to some art exhibition which shows their love for colour. I do notice that the man is just trying to camouflage himself with the brown hair and the brown trousers, whereas she's, you know, displaying herself for all to see, which is a lovely, uh, lovely thing to do, a treat. Yeah. Well, he's he's spotted that. So, yeah, let's say so art exhibition and then maybe date five, as you say, buying underwear together. Have you ever bought underwear with a, with a date? Never. Five. I've only bought underwear on my own. Okay. So I think my uh, mother's bought me underwear, but then that it's either me or my mum. No one else mm-hmm. gets involved in the uh, retail habit to buy my underwear. I Do you wish people... more people would buy you underwear? Is that what, or are you happy? I wouldn't be rude. I'd thank them for the effort, but I'm very specific. I like my 100% cotton, um, mm-hmm. medium size M&S trunk pants i don't like them too hugging i'm not david beckham i'm david edwards i think i've said this all before actually but it's a case of i'm very specific about that i like jet black for okay. some reason i don't know why no well, messing around you know sort of i don't know if it's a batman vibe i'll put them on i go and fight crime well not fight crime, but i get on with business okay yeah take care of business yes um, so yeah because i quite like um you know people that have like a crazy socks i have quite i quite like to have a good pair of underpants it's a good foundation isn't it if you've got a good pair of underpants on it means you can have a good day that's what i reckon oh so, absolutely they're the it's what keeps you going have you got crazy pants or are they i've got kind of they're, they're a little bit if i may say je ne sais quoi oh i just pop up so i can show you they're kind of got a bit of a stripe to them see that Got CK ones. You, yes, you've uh, got the old Mark Wahlberg pants on. Uh, yeah, but they're they're nice, kind of stripy, bit of yeah, a, bit not, of, bit of a nice. nautical feel to them, perhaps. Very nautical, very much like the uh, the pants of a sailor. I like to say out. nautical but nice. That's what a uh, that's probably been a headliner down down the road, isn't it? Um, right. Okay. Nautical here we go. Nice, absolutely. So we've got the date for them. So brunette with white handbag at Haywards Heath on Friday at seven a.m. You were looking so hot and sexy. Wanted to say hi. Guy on same platform. Okay, so there's not much to brunette with white handbag. Okay, he hasn't said anything about him. So he's obviously, he's not giving him, 
giving away anything about himself there's at no all there crush our romance there is there? there's got to be something that immediately hooks you in about this lady i mean this just seems to be um he's seen a you know a good looking female but there's nothing else within that that's kind of magnetized them yeah. and uh, i think it's a case of getting to know each other yes. they need to definitely go on some kind of date which is very chat conversation based mm. and then at the end of the date make sure he's listened and say right okay where was she born What's a make sure this guy listens because he seems to be obsessed with the, you know, the physical. Well, of course you are straight away. That's what in, in, attracts you to, to someone, isn't it? You physically see them and then want to know more about them. So we've got to make sure that this guy knows more about her after the, the end of the date. Off. Yeah. So what would that? What could that be? Would that just be a? So they do an exam afterwards or some kind of test or something in that vein. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we call it a love test to make it seem less like a less Yes, horrific, definitely. Like some, some kind of romance exam, love test, you know. Um, at least you want 70% to get the next date. Yeah, exactly. If you don't pass, if you don't get 70%, we're done. You're it's, not almost gonna, like yeah. it's almost like everyone should do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, first date, do a, do a test. I, I, I planted all the seeds for the answers. You've got to get them right. Otherwise, I'm walking out now with my white handbag and my, my brunette hair. So, great. Okay, so let's go on to Good Deed Feed. Thank you to the man who sells coffee at Wallington train station who gave me a free cake with my hot chocolate. I was nervous about an exam and it made me smile. Steph London. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? So... She's like, oh, I've got an exam coming up. Like, yeah, have a free, have a what? What was it? A free, a free cake, free cake with your hot chocolate. Absolutely, to help the old morale and focus before wandering into the exam room. You can't knock that whatsoever. So something to to give back for that would be a. Um, well, it depends what she's actually going to become qualified with that exam. Steph London. Well, we can only speculate. Can't we? I mean, but, I mean, definitely, she's a customer for life, isn't she? Because that, that, that kind of small good deed, just when you're feeling you're like you need it, well, you know, I, I'm tempted to go there myself. Where is he? London. Oh, there's quite a few cake sellers in London, aren't there? Oh, Wallington. Wallington train station. Free cake with my hot chocolate. I'm half tempted to go there myself. But um, so what's... Um, it needs to be a case whereby uh, it's something academic, exam-based, or something whereby... Um, you know, the knowledge that she's gained through this exam, she's going to give back to him. So, you know, you know, when you have like a you become an honorary professor, maybe that would be a good thing to give to him. You know, absolutely. If you can pull enough strings in your university and, you know, you've impressed enough people with that exam you passed, which his uh, cake has influenced, mm -hmm. you could potentially uh, come back and say there's a certificate for crying out loud. Frame that. Put that at the back of your uh, your news agent's wall. Yeah. And yeah, because that that cake could have given her the sugar rush that was needed to really like tick, 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 right. I, I oh yeah, it. I think it goes without saying that cake's going to be the clincher. But um, but great. Okay, so my one of my favourite uh, favourite uh, parts is uh, who am I? Here we go. Let's who see if I, I can work this little uh, enigma code out. Right. Okay. What was it like appearing in the first episode of Sherlock? Martin Freeman. Okay, I mean, they did specify the first one. So it could just first be someone... First episode of Sherlock. So, yeah, but he was definitely in that, of course. But this, they did just specify the first one. So who... But it's it's incorrect. I'm just, you know... That's okay, um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> right, do you identify with other people who have three names, like Sarah Michelle Gellar, Anthony Michael Hall, or Lee Harvey Oswald? Goodness me, I'm trying to think who that would be with three names. Um, I mean, it's a bit of a weirdly worded question because I suppose professionally they have three names. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anyone within the Sherlock realm family that has three names attached to them. Might not have been a big part. Because the only other person I know who was significant with a smaller part was Mark Gatiss, but I mean, he's... Um, was he always known as Mark Gatiss or was he Mark... Uh, Mark Smith Gatus. Mark Paul McGatus. Is Mark, Mark Gatus? Gatus. Yeah, exactly. It could be something like that. Is that going to be your guess on this one? Uh, no, I don't think. I'm trying to think. Do you know, I don't know anyone who has like a three name, uh, three names attached to them. I'll have to go with the Mark Lee Gatus, which okay. is ridiculous, but at least it will move me on to the next question, which hopefully will illuminate things. 
You were born in Canterbury. Do you go back often? Is it Mar Martin Freeman's wife? Who No, she appeared later on, wasn't it? That was like season two, season three. Let's really focus on this. Who was the villain in the first um, Sherlock episode? I mean, I can remember, but I'm not going to tell you. <clears throat> yeah, I can't remember that at all. I think you're really close. That's it. This is you're, you're going into the Sherlock mind. Is it the mind? I know, absolutely. Yeah, palace. definitely going it's, into it's... my own sort of the mind zone inside my own skull. Um, let's have a think, think, think. Um, yeah, God, this isn't good uh, podcast listening, is it? Just it, a man. It is. No, I like. I, well, I'm I'm enjoying. Hopefully, my enjoyment. It's will so annoying. Come there's there's the, an evil the taxi driver, isn't there? In this, is there a good. taxi driver? Very good. Very good memory. It? Very good memory. And he's a one. He's a well-known actor who's yeah. like the. Um, oh, for goodness sake! This is very annoying. Oh, for goodness sake. Do you want to do the next one? I think you're really close. I think with a couple more, you'll get it. Do you mind if I go on to yeah. the next one? Please so, do. You're tall, but not too tall. Is it difficult to buy clothes? So he's quite tall. First episode of Sherlock. Born in Canterbury. Three names. Oh, God, yeah. It's just not coming. Next one. All right. I, I'm in, I'm, you're going to get... You are going to get this. I can feel it. So shall I get I'm, the next question? Yeah, sorry, yeah, you go for That's it, right. sorry, yeah. What's your favourite vegan meal? I wouldn't know from that if he's vegan or not, unfortunately. Okay, right. I'll just ask two more, then if you don't get it, we'll, we'll move on, right. You're doing pretty well. Do you still intend to make sketches and short films for your YouTube channel? Oh, I should be able to get it from that, for crying out loud. So he's a comedian. Maybe Merchant. Was he in the first one? No, it, it wasn't. He, but that's... It, don't forget, it was quite old, so it wouldn't have been the Stephen Merchant we know now, would it? And he's David tall. Williams. Good guess, but no. Right. right. Final question, then I'll leave it. Right. You have green eyes, and your surname is Green. Is Green your favourite colour? Yeah, that doesn't sort of do it for me, even though I've got the surnames Green. All I know is Sarah Green, who presented Kids TV with Philip Schofield. So. Vegan, three names. The, the third name is Green. Born in Canterbury. Makes short films and sketches for YouTube channel. First episode of Sherlock. Tall but not that tall. Yeah, I do not know. Okay, so I, I, so we got the surname, Green, yeah? Right, yeah. so the, the first name, it's uh, it rhymes with the number after nine. The number after nine, ten. Yeah, what, what name rhymes with ten? Glenn. Nope. Den. Nope. Um, I really don't know. It rhymes with ten. Uh, second letter of the alphabet. Begins with the second letter of the alphabet. Oh, Ben Green. So Ben something green. Yes. So, okay. So the next one, the next one, it's, uh, okay, it's two syllables. And the first syllable rhymes with what horses have at the bottom of their feet. Hooves. Yes. So that's the first syllable. So it's also like the what we have above us on the on a house. What's on a house? A roof. Yes. So that's the first syllable. So what have you got? I don't know at all. I, this guy doesn't ring a bell at all. Ben Green. And he's a comedian. He's got a YouTube channel. Yeah, it's completely. I thought I remembered this guy from the Sherlock episode, but I don't at all. So what have you? So what have you? You've got the, you've got the first part of the, hoof and roof. I don't get yeah, anything. You've got roof. So roof is, and then the second part is, uh, a collective term for people, like, uh, us. Uh, it's us. So it's us. That's the second syllable. So what have you got there? Um. I really don't know at all. So got Sorry, pal. I feel like roof. a child who can't no, do a No, 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 it's all right. So you've got roof and then us. So that's the name. Oh, Rufus. There you go. Yeah, so what have you got there? Ben Rufus Green. Yes, it's me. Were you in Metro? No, I wasn't. But I basically, I told you I ripped the pages off by mistake. So I didn't have one. So I thought I'd just do me. Because I knew there I wasn't going to ever go. get one. So I Goodness. thought I'd just do me. 
how there we are that is quite a twist that has to be said i mean you know if this was a chris nolan film i'd be thinking right give the guy five out of five i didn't see that coming even when you said ben green i don't know anyone who makes you had it there you had it there. it was well, beautiful I, I, to I watch i don't want to be incredibly rude but it was just a case of <laughs> me thinking of like a massive BBC star. Don't get me wrong, sir. You've you know you've got quite the IMDb uh, well, filmography. Well, not really, but, but I'm thinking about you know BBC One 90s Martin Freeman. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and 2009. I think what what uh, threw me was the idea of the taxi driver villain. That's Bill what Davis. I was focusing on. Bill, Bill Davis. Oh right. See, that's what I was captivated on. I wasn't thinking of anything outside of it. I mean, that is insane. Yeah, Ben Green's actually sat in front of me. Well, I would have thought for a second that you're talking about yourself. So okay. even if... Um, That's good, though, wasn't it? I did it? make that connection. Oh, very impressive. That Hitchcock was a good... twist all the way. Yeah, I thought you Even's might like that. When you spelled out to me, it's me. I was like... And what? you said it. Ben Rufus Green. No. <laughs> um, what amazing. Very good. Right, okay. So... Um, and you were in Sherlock, weren't you? you were I, was in, I was in episode one, Sherlock. I was journalist one, arguably the head journalist. There were Absolutely. two other journalists. Be a head journalist, someone who guides yeah. the news. Come on, guys, this way. You sit there, I'll sit here. Um, and I did get, uh, yeah, that was one of my first TV roles, which was great. And Sherlock then went on to be this massive thing. And every so often someone will say, you know what? I've started watching Sherlock and you're in the first episode. And I say, yes, I am. And that was go. in, and you were that, in Hot Fuzz for crying out loud. Uh, well, I was an extra in Hot Fuzz, so but it was an iconic moment, wasn't it? It was when Simon Pegg's told to leave the London. Uh, yeah, I was one of his station. one of his colleagues, but I, I was in an extra. Background celebrating. And when we were filming, no one told me to take my shoes off, so they said action, and I walked up and I had these loud, cloppy shoes, and Simon Pegg shouted out, "Who's wearing clogs?" And it was me. Oh God! No one, no one told me to take my shoes off. You, we needed to be quiet walking along. But uh, yeah, so on the Sherlock gig, I got to spend the evening in Cardiff. And I got had a drink with Rupert Graves, who's Lestrade. Oh wow! So he was he was like he's a very well established. He was lovely having a chat with him. He was talking to me about some acting technique where you just keep asking asking questions and then react to the person, like you say, like and and you're looking at me and you're blinking and now you're looking a bit bit bewildered. I can't remember what the technique was, but it was very interesting. I was a bit drunk, actually, stuff. so I can't remember. Anyway. The best, a few drinks at the bar, but weren't an actor's show. Yeah, no, it was amazing. What would you really, want? It was lovely, lovely. Gift. Right, anyway, what's it all about, David? Let's go for it, mate. I want right. to know what it's all about. I want that answer question before I hit that gravestone. Horny Rihanna's Escape. Horny Rihanna's Escape, that's going to be... Um, well, I was going to say uh, it's a horny fan that cornered her and wanted a bit more than a selfie. But in this title, it's Rihanna who's horny. So horny Rihanna's escape. Mm. So it sounds like she got a bit too erotically aroused, a bit mm-hmm. hot underneath her designer brand collar. Mm-hmm. And um, she escaped. So um, it's not Ow. really her. It's not Rihanna who should be horny. It's usually the fans that are horny. So I'm not quite sure what gave her this X-rated horny. Could uh, it be someone that's even more of a legend than her? That would. Um, that well, it's made like, her. Ah, oh, yeah. right. Yes. It's, so you know, that's going to be like uh, one of her icon favourites, perhaps Prince when he was alive. Mm-hmm. He would have been um, at this time. Absolutely. Um, someone of a higher ilk within the music industry of a different generation, mm-hmm. who um, she's got weak to the knees towards, but then uh, perhaps she dodged the bullet. So yeah, because she, she Horny Rihanna's escape. So she are we going with Prince? Yes, that's what so, I go with. So she before he she, died in an elevator. Did he die in an elevator? He did. He took too many drugs and uh, he passed away in an elevator. Oh, he became oh, very ill in the elevator. Oh, Maybe dear, he was me. helped out to a couch to lay down, and someone fanned him down the magazine. Couldn't it? Hopefully a metro, just to type. Oh, absolutely, in. just um, that full circle brand sponsorship. So she met Prince, and she became. Um, she was like very interested in him in a, in a sexual way. And then she decided, oh, I don't like this. I'm getting out of here. And then she Absolutely. managed to escape. That's the story. Okay. So what actually happened was a young female rhinoceros named Rihanna has led two pals on an escape from a safari park. So it wasn't the singer. It was the rhino. It was a rhino with a big horn on the head and horny Rihanna's escape. Those are my favorite ones where you go with the, uh, with the pun down the wrong route. Absolutely. And it's just misguided, a bit like the Metro Retro. Uh, who am I? Yes, on, on that particular one. Um, right, here we go. 
Would you like a tooth with that, sir? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Would you like a tooth with that, sir? So that's going to be a case of... Um, do you like a tooth with that, sir? So that's very much going to be a, um, an element of uh, someone has broken their teeth because the food is so hard and the waiter is so good at their job. They're actually serving them a tooth to say, I think you might need a tooth to go with that because you're oh, breaking it. Replace the one that's just Yeah, to replace out. it because whatever the food is, it's not going to be good on the old dentures. Dentures. <laughs> dentures. Um but he, I mean, that's a big tip for that guy, isn't it? Coming out with a, with a fresh tooth. Or maybe the actual uh, waiter um, is saying it in a rather sarcastic manner, because many a time I've gone to, I don't want to you know, knock the brand, but Peter Express, mm-hmm. you get the odd uh, sarcastic quip just when you want a, you know, a glass of drink water brought to the table. Mm-hmm. What, they go, what, they roll their eyes and... Yeah, oh, <sighs> God, flipping heck. I remember once I was being self-effacing, then the waiter joined in a bit, and he went a bit too far. Oh, like really? I was, what I was were being, you saying about yourself? I was saying, oh, God, I, I, I think I've been shopping or something. I said, oh, God, I find it difficult to get T-shirts with these long arms. And he went on, yeah, you are quite long. Look at your long face and your stupid long legs. He went a bit, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he just yeah, was... God, you don't need that. I was like, all right. And I think it might have been Pizza Express as well. I don't want to diss Pizza Express. I don't, I'm but, not paying to be bullied. Yeah, it was like... I was like, all right, GBH, all right, mate, okay. Um, so, um, so you think a waiter has sarcastically brought over a tooth, in which case, no tip. If you brought over yeah. a tooth for any way. Um, so what actually happened in Japan, McDonald's has apologized after a tooth was found in a portion of fries. Bosses said they were doing their utmost to find out how it got into a Big Mac meal in an outlet of Osaka last August. They admitted other alien objects recently found in food included a piece of plastic and an ice cream Sunday and a shard of metal in a pancake. There we go. Pancake, blimey! I wouldn't want to be chewing on that and swallowing it. Pancake is one of the ones that you just like really get involved in, isn't it? You chew it and and it's really soft. So that's not. I wonder if the tooth was human or would you rather a human tooth or an animal tooth if you had to find a tooth in your 
I think uh, an animal tooth would give you more use. If you had a large shark tooth on the side, you could use it like a um, a pen knife, couldn't you, to open up crisps and things like that. Crisp oh, what, packets. actually in the mouth, have a, a tooth. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, but for thing, for it to look normal, I think also a shark tooth will give you uh, ulcers after a while. So i just go for the normal human tooth. Yeah. Don't show off, just go with what you got. Yes, exactly. So that's that one. Then the Okay, the final, what's it all about, David? Nutcase charged. <laughs> so that's going to be um, a person psychologically unbalanced that's done something illegal and put behind bars. Okay, can or you be... is it a nut cake that's cake that's been charged um, because the ingredients to the nut cake were uh, not in keeping with expectations? I like hearing the thought processes. So what's Indeed. what's it going to be? What's it going to be? It'll be um, a psychologically unbalanced individual of society mm -hmm. put behind bars. Uh, what? Why? Jailed. Why? What? Have, what have they done? It's something illegal. Can you so be it more could speak? be a whole realm of things in the the realms of GBH, verbal abuse. So you okay? So you don't want to you don't want to pin it down to something. That's okay. Um, well, I could uh, if you want. Uh, well, murder. I mean, murder. Okay, so there's been a murder, and he's been charged, and they're calling him a nutcase, right? What actually happened? The Korean Airlines executive who kicked a a purser off a flight for offering her macadamia nuts in a bag, not a dish, was charged with four criminal offences yesterday. Four criminal offences, really? Goodness me. The daughter of the airline's chairman could face up to 15 years in found guilty of charge, including forcing a flight to change it. So hang on a minute. So who, so the Korean airline's executive who kicked a purse off a flight for offering her macadamia lights in a bag, not additional, was charged with four. Okay, so someone kicked off the air hostess because they offered the nuts in a bag, not a dish. And the person that kicked them off is being charged. Blimey, that's, that's complicated. insane, isn't it? <laughs> Incredibly complicated. Nice play on the nuts. Um, yes. Term though. Yes, it was very good. Didn't Those... see it coming, but well, that's nuts good. Were at the centre of the scandal. Uh, just as as I'm on this page, there's a tagline to a film which says it ends here. 2015. What ends here? So it'd be a, a franchise coming to an end. It could be maybe like. Um, 2015, January. January 2015. It ends here. Harry Potter. No, but that's a good guess. I, I will tell you it's the third film. And that's the end of it. Hunger Games? No, that, that was more than three. I think there were about five in those. Did no. you? Quite okay. right. And uh, this one, you should get it. Liam Neeson. Oh, take him. Exactly. He's got it. He's got so it. I'm surprised they stopped at Taken 3. Blimey. I mean, who else can be taken for God's sake? They could, can they take? Sure, his... I think his daughter was taken three times alone. Yeah, his daughter, his wife. I don't know who was taking them. Maybe both of them together. <laughs> it's... Family at one point. What else could they be taking? Taking his place in the queue. He popped out to get something, and someone had taken his place in the queue. Absolutely. And that involves. Him. You should pitch that one, pal. That'll go Thank down you. the street. Yeah, that's it's quite a good idea. You know, bring it back. Maybe not kill them. Maybe just like. Give them a stern a Yeah, stern just look, bring them look. aside and have a stern chat with them in the frozen aisle. Okay, so in this one, as I said, because this one, this metro has been ripped asunder, but there were quite a few good headlines in there. Do you, do you, do you agree? I like that. Those headlines were quite good to... Oh, I do agree. To, to throw Definitely to very good. So, um, right, this is... Uh, if you had to give three top beauty tips, what would they be? There's a lot about beauty in this edition of Metro. What beauty? What would you be your three top beauty tips? I would definitely. Um, I think when you hit a certain age, mm -hmm. I think when you start hitting your forties, you've got to be eagle-eyed out for that sprouting hair. You know, sprouting out the eyebrows, sprouting out the ears, sprouting out the noses. Um, many a man I've wandered with and talked to in close contact, same age as me in the old forties, they've got a whole allotment sprouting out of those. Three orifices. Well, okay. the eyebrows aren't orifices, but body parts rather. Right. So definitely got to look for rogue hairs. That's a key, key element. Um, and also, I would definitely say moisturize the skin. I don't okay. moisturize the skin enough. Plenty of water, moisturize it. So you want it to have that silk feel about mm -hmm. it. You don't want it to have that kind of sawdust vibe no. going on. And... Um, Definitely another big, big old um, beauty tip. It goes about saying, um, I think I would go for um, keep those teeth white. 
you know, absolutely. There you go. Ben, just, Rufus Green I, showing off his dentures I've there. I just bared my teeth. They're okay. They're not How are bad yours? at all. How are yours? They're very white. I don't know about that. They, uh, they no, go they're through looking, periods. They look lovely. They can get quite coffee and tea stains. So I think it depends what age you're at. I mean, when you're 20, there's no mm -hmm. beauty tips at all. You just roll out a bloody bed, don't yeah. you? Good to go. Um, Good to so go. With, uh, what's your stance on a mole that's got hair in it? Um, cut the hair, definitely. Definitely leave the hair sprouting out. Because do, do they only, like, because as a guy, we obviously shave the lower part of our face. Would a mole, can you have a hairy mole anywhere on the body? Or does it, would it be like in a place that grows hair normally? Uh, I think it could be anywhere in the body. I've had moles on my body which have sprouted hairs, like oh, on my God. stomach and stuff like that. Oh, God, really? Oh, yes, it's all possible. Are you quite hairy? Have you got like a hairy chest? I would say, considering I'm fair, I'm not Robin Williams. Okay. Do you know what I mean? No. Uh, as in Mrs. Doubtfire, not the uh, pop singer, uh, who was incredibly hairy. I mean, he was literally like a werewolf, wasn't he? Yeah. He was like, he's in mid-transformation into mm. a beast. Um, <laughs> so I'd say, considering I've got fair, fair hair, um, a normal amount. I mean, what you want is when you see Sean Connery topless. I always think that's a good balance sort of body. Bit of a little bit of a rug on the chest. Yeah, sort it? of a, a lion's mane in between mm. his nipples. I'm not that hairy either. My arms aren't particularly hairy, as you can see. Yeah, friend, good volume there. Yeah, I, qu I quite like it like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so that's those are good. Now, with so with the moisturising, are you, you so you drink? Do you drink enough water? Do you think? No, I need to do more moisturising, I think. I, I look at myself in the mirror in the morning, I just think, Dave, moisturise your... Listen to Kate Moss. Moisturise your skin, mate. So you don't put anything on your face? No, I need to, though. Definitely. Okay. Uh, I got this special stuff. It was quite expensive, but I was a bit flush, and I got this special stuff that's I've used very sparingly, let's say. Um, so in this, this is a bit of life and style, this one. And um, they're talking about what essentials like you have in... It, talking about um, Cara Delevingne, is that how you pronounce her name? So what essentials do you have on your person? What do you never leave the house without? Uh, lip balm. I get very, very, um, very, very dry lips. Mm -hmm. I had an unfortunate situation with lip balm recently whereby I bought one that was cherry flavour, which I thought was rather nice. Uh -huh. But I didn't realise it was for females and it was a lip balm slash lipstick. <laughs> So I was popping that on, and it creates like a sort of very slight red rouge around the old lips type of thing. But I always have lip balm. Uh, Vaseline, not uh, cherry red. I avoid that because I've got quite a pale you know, reflection. But, but in, in these uh, very sort of uh, politically awake days, mm -hmm. no one, you know, glanced a second that I was wandering around wearing lipstick. I think they almost applauded it. You know what I mean? I think that, would, be good. that would bring a... Uh... Nice bit of oh, it colour. really brought out my lips massively. <clears throat> I was looking at my, I thought I was ill when I looked in the mirror. I thought, God, you look pale. It's because, you know, I was wearing bloody ruby red lipstick. How many times um, did you wear it out? Oh, I'd say a lot. Luckily, it was never at work, but it was definitely over the weekend. And I only noticed it because I was having a strong bow in the pub and I left a lipstick kiss <laughs> on the, um, on the end of the pint. I was like, bloody hell, what's... And I thought, oh, someone's been drinking my pint when it's I've been away. Furiously take it back. What the hell's this? Yeah, yeah what's, what's going on? Is this the barmaid leaving me a message or something? I thought something fruity's going on here. But it was just me creating my own chaos. It's just a cycle of Dave Edwards madness. Did you ever kiss a friend and leave lipstick marks on their face? That's like the classic, isn't it? No, I've never, um, during that whole lip balm, I'm wearing lipstick confusion period, I wasn't mm -hmm. kissing people then. Okay, Only drinking. right. Just heavily drinking, right, okay. Yes. So we've got the um, the Vaseline, what's that for? Is that for? Uh, the, the tip, that's that's the um, the lip balm, Vaseline oh, the, lip balm. So Vaseline stroke uh, lips, lip salt. Yes. Uh, anything else that, essential that you never leave the house without? Oh, definitely my, um, my credit card. Mm -hmm. That's obviously going to be a really important one. And also, um, I always have a handkerchief in the actual um, pocket. Very you sensible. never know if you've got to get rid of lipstick out of the blue or just blow oh. your nose. Yeah. Okay. And how often do you change the handkerchief, if I may ask? Uh, the end of the day. Simple oh, very good. Okay. That's very good I actually good use policy. it, bizarrely, at the end of the day to get rid of the toothpaste around my mouth after uh, brushing my teeth, ah. chuck it down the toilet, pull the, um, the, the chain. Oh, so not a um, handkerchief, a tissue. Oh, it's a tissue, rather. Sorry, sorry, it's a tissue. I don't want to Very decadent people, to chuck a handkerchief down. I know, the like some kind of 
prince yeah. from the 1800s. Donald, Donald I mean, Trump or something, yeah. Yeah, like, like living bloody Downton Abbey, for crying out loud. Um, and I get a fresh one, put it in the old cords, ready for tomorrow. If the old, cord, the old snoot needs to be cleaned out at some point. <laughs> Um, I have, uh, and I, you know, there's obviously things that you like, like the phone. That's an essential, isn't it? I have my lucky pouch, and in that lucky pouch is my um, uh, USB stick with all my work on. I found a lucky stone once when I was in a, a shop that sold stones. I found 50p on the floor in this shop, and I turned around, and there was a, a big bowl of stones for 50p. So I had a rummage round, and I found one stone, and I said, "What does this mean?" And they said, "It means courage." So I used oh, that, that I found in the shop to buy this stone. So that goes around with me. And I've got a few other trinkets as well um, that go in there. That It's all about luck. I'm, I'm a little bit superstitious, I think. It's all so, about luck, isn't it? Um, Mine's just about keeping my lips dry and uh, yeah. making sure I've got money and my nose is clean. Yeah, mine is just making sure I don't get stuck outside with like some kind of um oh god I, I keep a little box of toothpicks as well which is quite grim ah, that's um, a 1940s detective i like yeah that. well god these days i mean i my teeth are like stonehenge i just have a burger and then i've got to start dragging cows out in between my dentures mm-hmm. but i like yours yours is a lot more positive it's not about just you know tiptoeing through life with like you know thinking oh god i'm gonna need this this and this like i'm a basically like i'm a 44 year old baby that needs to go around with a diaper bag yours is more of a brave heart vibe isn't that more well, like, no know, yours is yours courage. is very practical you've got to look good you don't want to be talking to someone with a big like cow's ear hanging out of your teeth yeah do you, you so. don't want a cow's ear hanging out the side of your dentures so that's why them. no that's a good good policy um so what um if you were to go for a, a healthy day a day of healthy eating what kind of thing would you eat that you that wouldn't be too out of your comfort zone? Healthy day of eating. Healthy day. Do you think right? I've I've had, I've been on the lash all weekend, drinking constantly. I've got the day off on Monday. I'm going to eat healthily. And what would that be? <clears throat> that would be a uh, sensible Greek yogurt. Um, uh, top topping a whole mixture of different fruits. So I go the whole vitamin C, vitamin D route of uh, sliced bananas, um, uh, a few berries in there, you know, a few uh, raspberries and strawberries with some dollops of Greek yogurt on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would then go after that with uh, a meal that was very vegetable and uh, sensible meat focused. So that's so, you breakfast, know, some turkey breakfast breasts. one, and then that's breakfast. Lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's lunch, and lunch would be potatoes, uh, vegetables, mm-hmm. and um, some kind of uh, turkey breast, something in that vein. Mm-hmm. And then for dinner, I'll go for sushi. Sushi. Yeah, indeed. Wow, very healthy. That sounds very nice. Uh, and presumably lots of water, and no more drinking. Um, right, the top ten tonight's top TV. Okay, I'm, I've I have heard of this, but I've never seen it. The slick Washington, D.C. power-broking saga returns for a fourth season with Olivia Pope, Kerry Washington, facing a struggle to pick up the pieces after two months exiled off the coast of Africa. Do you know what that is? Is that West Wing? No. It's Scandal. Ever seen Scandal? Oh, I've heard of Scandal. I've heard of Scandal, but never um, watched it, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So there's a a thing in Metro today called the London To-Do List. Wonderful. Now, is there a to-do list, like as in it's like the if you go to London for the start, you should do this. Is there a to-do list in, uh, like you live near Chichester? Is there a to-do list there, or is there another town that you want to pick a to-do list for? Like if I was coming to some place for the first time, you you can pick the place. What would be the things that I should go and do, like go and see? Uh, so to-do list in Chichester would be uh, I'd show you the cathedral. We'd have a wander around. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a very large crucifix there. It's sort of life-size, six-foot marble Jesus. So that's quite impressive. Maybe have a photo of that for Instagram. Um, uh, Maybe Jen reflect below that. That's a lot of fun. Um, you're like you're going to speak. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, I, I was walking past a crucifix once, and I noticed that he was screwed into the cross, not nailed. There were the, 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 the things that were keeping him up had like a... Uh, uh, what's it called? A Phillips screwdriver head, which I thought was a bit weird. Is that weird? No, I don't think so. I think it's supposed to be nails. So I don't think, unless you have actual. It's um, not very authentic, though, is it? 
No, I suppose no. It's got like a B Q home base vibe. Yeah. So I do see what you're saying. I think it should have been like a. It just felt a bit like. Well, it's a bit, bit of a weird. Well, you go out quite close to the. Um, the well, he, he was at head height. He was at head height just outside this church, and I noticed that he was screwed into the cross. No, I just that is that is not in keeping with uh, Nazareth during that period. You're quite right. Do you know what I mean? In the sense that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not with the continuity of what would happen, would it? It would just be an old nail just sliced in. Just so to have that being bat- battered in, yeah. They wouldn't I mean, have shell brackets no, back then. They wouldn't have had, like, Phillips screwdrivers, for goodness sake. No, absolutely. Back, back black and drills would not be held by the Roman centurions. You're quite no. right. Sorry, so so you've got the cathedral for your to-do list. And Chichester has a wonderful library. It really does have a massive library. And, um, you know, all the way from gardening, children's, architecture, uh, we wouldn't better speak, but I'd go mm. into mine vibe mm. and I would mine each of the sections and um, just take them for a general wander. So we've seen um, the crucifixion. We then go on to get some knowledge. And also Chichester is well known for its homemade fudge, whereby oh. you can stand uh, a bit like the library. You can't talk to the fudge maker because it distracts him. But he will make live fudge for you there and then. Um, live fudge. Live fudge. Live and uh, live and organic. Uh, so it's eating. got life. It's got it. life. It's real. And then you know um, you can purchase the fudge afterwards. And then I don't know, go back and look at uh, the crucifixion with your fudge. Uh, you can't eat it in the library for health and safety reasons. You don't want that near the books. No. Yeah. But, um, definitely. Um, so it would be um, a bit of religion, a bit of knowledge, fudge train home lovely so you can't speak to the guys he's making fudge what what happens if you try that does he he's just there isn't a sign he just won't give you eye contact and answer you so i've many a time i've i've tried to you know say to him um you know how many batches have you done today well, that's I was on a date there and i was trying to make conversation between the three of us and um trying to make eye contact by leaning down but he just kept going down further himself <laughs> and um just um yeah just try to uh how much sugar is in a, in a cube of fudge silence tumbleweed moment oh dear what were you trying to do we want to buy this fudge yeah if you're not going to talk to me about I'll, it i'll forget it then i don't want your bloody fudge yeah, absolutely Stick i'm gonna get shop... fudge up here you know shop bought now um okay so that that's all all my marks on the pages um we could have a game of that um that film star one if you want or we don't have to we could leave it there Oh, let's, let's go for the film star one, Captain. So, last time we did three guys. I think we should do a, a, a female film star. So, but do you, you know can... what? Why the hell? Let's just stay with blokes. Oh, okay. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. That'd be a bit politically incorrect this day and age. You can't Bloody... say that. We can do a bloke I've never you seen your face change so quickly. <laughs> no, 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 no. We all stay with females. I'm joking. I was... I was... We're not in the uh... 1980s anymore. Goodness Thank me. Thank goodness for that. You... you wily scamp are you getting me um, revenge for my um who no, am no, i the actresses so, of, of hollywood have done many a good film okay to, so uh, analyze you, you ma- do you want to pick the actor the, the female actor okay um the female actor let's go with <coughs> julia roberts pretty woman mystic pizza sleeping with the enemy oceans 12 hook uh penelican brief i'm sorry Oh, I've got that wrong, haven't I? Pe- Pe- Pelican's Brief? Is it Pelican's Way? I, are, you say, novel. are you saying Penelope? Or... No, pe- um, Penelican. Pelican. Yes, right. I'll give you that. Pelican's Brief. Oh, that is uh, one of hers, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's um, good. I've forgotten my one now. Um, oh, uh, R- Runaway Bride. Runaway right, Bride. Um... I think. What else has she done? Oh, um, Flatliners. Erin Brockovich. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, I've hit a wall, unfortunately. Oh, shoot. Oh, um, Sleeping with the Enemy. That was quite... I think I said that, didn't I? Oh, did you? I don't know if I did now. All right. I, I can't remember if I did or not. I should write these down as we say them. Uh, okay. Conspiracy theory was she in? Yeah, with, with Mel Gibson, Gibson you're yeah, quite okay. right. Um, oh god, there's a the one with Cameron Diaz getting married, isn't it? I can't remember that one. I have to draw a blank. Okay, is that my best friend's wedding? 
Yes, it is. I think you've won that one, sir. And we also missed Aaron Brockovich as well. Well, there's you loads. Said of Aaron Brockovich. Did I say Aaron Brockovich? Yeah, you said Aaron okay, Brockovich. Okay, Yes. But it's, I quite like that as a game. Anyway, oh, uh, no, it's right. good. So that's that's the end of Thursday, January the eighth, twenty fifteen. Metro Retro. Any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, a lot of people focusing on health for some reason. I guess January. it's January, isn't it? January. January thing. coming out. It's, it's a Christmas detox. It makes sense. Yeah, it really does. It's made me want to bloody be more healthy myself. I tell you. Oh God, yeah, endlessly. Every morning I wake up with that idea. But uh, okay, well, thank you very much, and uh, do please. Um, what is it? The Twitter. Yeah, do please. What is it? Follow us on Twitter. It's Metro Retro Pod. So follow that sucker, and we'll we'll see you soon. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.